Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, two more teams get eliminated, they're gone from the bubble, and are we going to have any Game 7s? Are we? Find out on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Friday, thank God for that. Welcome everyone to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network and brought to you by Built Bar. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, and I'm grateful to you for listening and grateful that it is the end of the week, although it doesn't really matter at this point. I mean, it's been five months and a couple weeks since we've had hockey. It's been that long. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. Let's get right into the hockey action that took place yesterday. So there was a couple of those one game five and one game six. The Game 5 took place in Toronto between the New York Islanders and the Washington Capitals. The Islanders, believe it or not, they were up 3-1 on the series. Yeah, the lower seed. The New York Islanders, they were not favored at all in this series. In fact, Sarah and myself had Washington winning this series. Uh, No, that did not happen. Right away, you could tell this might not be the Washington Capitals night because... Beauvillier got his sixth of the postseason to make it one nothing Islanders. And after that, it was pretty much all Islanders all the time. Sorry, he got his fifth goal of the postseason in the first period. He got his sixth goal of the postseason, his second of the game in the second period. That one got a little bit of controversy at the end of it because as he was driving towards the net on a nice pass from Josh Bailey. So Beauvillier... He was streaking towards the net, uh, went somewhat through the wickets on Braden Holpe. And then as he was skating kind of away from Holpe, he got hit in midair by Tom Wilson. Of course it was Tom Wilson. Who else would it be at this point? Of course it's Tom Wilson. Yeah, he checked Beauvillier hard into the netting, took kind of a shot right in front of Braden Holpe. And yeah, he was down for a while, and he was definitely hurting after that goal. He earned that goal. That made it 2-0 Islanders, but man, Tom Wilson, that guy is just everywhere, isn't he, folks? I mean, he's the kind of guy that will always kind of push the envelope a little bit and get into a little bit of trouble. And he didn't disappoint. He's not going to get suspended. He might get fined for that hit afterwards, although it doesn't matter now that he's out of the bubble. But he'll probably get fined as far as we know. So the Islanders, they scored a couple more goals. Uh, Letty and Bailey scored. That was the game. 4-0 Islanders. The Capitals put up 21 shots. The Isles only put up 17 shots on goal. 17. There wasn't much more to say about this game. Uh, The Islanders, what they tended to do, especially in the end of the second and the third period, is they would gather the puck and just kind of chip it towards neutral ice and get it just far enough that it'll go into their own zone, but it'll go, or rather, it'll go into the Washington zone, but it would be short enough not to be icing most of the time. New York did a very good job on defense on this game. They had a plethora of block shots. At one point, it was 60-30 to 30 as far as shot attempts go in favor of Washington, of course, but this was all about the Islanders' defense. This was all about... Uh, capitalizing at the right moment. This was also all about goaltending. Yeah, I'm talking about goaltending. Even though he saw only 21 shots, he saw a lot of shots in front of him that were blocked. 
and some that were barely missed, a couple off the post. I'm talking about Semyon Varlamov. Varlamov had a pretty decent outing. Uh, there were a couple of really good shots that could have gone in and didn't. And I think this is Semyon Varlamov's first shutout of the postseason, if I remember correctly. So that means that he not only gets the win, he gets the shutout, and they advance. The New York Islanders win the series in five games, and they advance to the second round of the playoffs. We don't know who they're going to play yet because we have one more series, which we will get to. The other game, the nightcap. This was a much more interesting game. It was between the Dallas Stars and the Calgary Flames. Game six of this series, where the Stars were leading the series three games to two. It started off pretty well for the Calgary Flames. As Anthony Mangiapane, he scored his second goal of the postseason. And I just want to talk about Mangiapane's goal song. Now, most Calgary Flames have their own personalized goal songs. The Washington Capitals do it, and apparently the Calgary Flames also do that. That's fine. So, you know, Johnny Gaudreau, his goal song is Johnny Be Good for obvious reasons. For Manjipani, his goal song is I Love Bread by Party Grip. You know, I'm I'm just going to play about 10 seconds of this song just for the hell of it. Just listen to this. If you could see the reaction on my face right now, I can't believe they actually have this song as a goal song. It just sounds ridiculous. So, Magipani scored, Johnny Goudreau scored after that, and Anderson scored after that. It was 3-0 Calgary early in the first period. This was very fast-moving. So, Dallas, they regather the troops. They score a late goal in the first period. Matt Heiskanen got his third of the postseason, making it 3-1 Calgary. Okay, so Dallas is kind of coming back. They're still in it. It's only a two-goal lead, but Calgary is still in control. Then the second period happens, and then the goalie changing happens. Cam Talbot was, his keyword, was in goal for the second period. And then they scored a, well, here's, here's what Dallas did, just to give a little bit of background. A minute into the second period, Dennis Gurionov scored his third of the postseason. Making it 3-2 Calgary. Then Dennis Garyanov scored again. Tying the game at 3-3. Then Fosca got a goal to make it 4-3 Dallas. Then Joe Pavelski got his 6th of the postseason making it 5-3. But the goalie change happened after Fosca's goal. Yeah, this was a quick, quick hook. Did I agree with it? Uh, I don't know. Camp Talbot looked okay. But then you bring in a guy who had never played in the postseason before. David Riddick, the former Stockton Heat player, got his first ever postseason action, and it did not go well. Riddick gave up not one, not two, but three goals very quickly. Uh, Fasca scored. Joe Pavelski scored. Denis Gurionov. He got the hat trick after that. He scored 15-30 into the second period, and Denis Gurionov is just seen laughing a little bit. They can't believe what had happened. Dallas has scored six consecutive goals at this point, making it 6-3 Dallas at the end of two periods. But again, it's a three-goal lead, one whole period. You never know. Then the third period started, and Cam Talbot is back in net. So the Flames have a chance. Not so fast. Dennis Garyanov scored again. 
his fourth of the game, his sixth of the postseason. That was pretty much the game. The Dallas Stars, after being down 3-0, they won the game 7-3. This was the first time in NHL history that a team was down by three goals and then also up by four goals. First time that's ever happened. And one of the few times in playoff history where a team scored seven unanswered goals. Seven unanswered goals. Huh, we've seen that before, haven't we? We, we, we've seen that, right? The Coyotes! Oh, we've seen that very recently. Yeah, remember the Arizona Coyotes gave up seven unanswered goals against the Colorado Avs? Yeah, it, it was like that. Technically, technically speaking, the Coyotes gave up 13 unanswered goals between two games. But we're still done with the Coyotes. The Dallas Stars scored seven consecutive goals. They advance, beating the Calgary Flames in six games. So what does that do to the postseason picture? I'll tell you after the first intermission. But let's talk about everybody's favorite protein bar. Built Bar is back with a newly designed wrapper, a new candy bar slash protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. It's delicious. They have some fantastic new flavors, including cookies and cream. You heard that correctly. A cookies and cream protein bar. That If that doesn't sound delicious, y'all should try it. So go to BuiltBar.com, try out the new Built Bar, and enter promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your next order. And if you order now, within the next three days, then you'll get a free Built Bar cooler with your purchase. So that's only for a limited time. Once again, that's BuiltBar.com. Enter promo code Locked On to get $10 off your order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land that tastes like a candy bar. Coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk about the upcoming games and look at the playoff picture. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, presented by Built Bar. We're going to keep this as a shorter episode today, since there's not much else to talk about. So I'm going to talk about the game's upcoming, talk about the playoff picture, and some upcoming programming on this very show. First, let's talk about the playoff picture, and we'll begin in the Eastern Conference. The Flyers and Canadians are still going. Philly is currently leading that series three games to two. They could close it out tonight. The Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Columbus Blue Jackets in five games. The Islanders beat the Caps in five games, as I just discussed. And the Boston Bruins defeated the Carolina Hurricanes also in five games. So that's a number two seed, number seven seed, number four seed. So here's what could happen. If Philadelphia wins their series... Then it'll be the Flyers versus the Islanders and the Lightning versus the Bruins. If Montreal somehow comes back to win this series, it'll be Tampa Bay versus Montreal and the Islanders will face the Boston Bruins. So keep an eye out for that. That's what's going on in the Eastern Conference. Over in the West, one one's already set. With Dallas's win last night, 
we have confirmed that the Colorado Avs are going to play the Dallas Stars in the second round. Keep in mind, Dallas has won all four meetings against Colorado earlier in the season, but that was an eternity ago. And that most of those wins were when Colorado was going through a slew of injuries. So does it really even count? I, I would say no. Heck no. In fact, I'm thinking of a number between one and no. So it's Colorado versus Dallas. Then the other matchup is the Vegas Golden Knights against the winner of the St. Louis Blues Vancouver Canucks series. And we'll talk about those two games tonight right now. Game 6 between the Flyers and Canadians takes place tonight, starting at 4 p.m. Pacific time. That will be on NBCSN. Once again, Flyers versus Canadians. If the Flyers win, that series is over. I think it's going to be over tonight. If the Canadians win, we'll have a Game 7 on Sunday. That will be on NBC. Then at 6.45 Pacific time, the St. Louis Blues will face the Vancouver Canucks. The defending champions are on the brink. The Vancouver Canucks lead that best of seven series three games to two. If the Blues win, they will force a game seven. That game will also be Sunday on NBC. If the Canucks win, they will advance and face the Vegas Golden Knights. So those are tonight's games, both game sixes. Which prompts this question. Are we going to have any game sevens? Do you think the Flyers will choke and Montreal will win? Do you think St. Louis will go back to their championship pedigree and force a game seven? Do you think we'll have no game sevens, one game seven, or two game sevens on Sunday? And believe it or not, there's no hockey on Saturday. None? No hockey? What am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do on Saturday? I have no idea. What should I do, guys? Any suggestions? Uh, I don't know. But Saturday, there's actually no hockey. And that's a little bit sad, guys. I I guess I'll watch some basketball. DC Lundberg, host of Locked on Mariners, he suggested that I watch baseball. Okay, maybe. I don't know. But either way, no hockey on Saturday. Maybe two games on Sunday. In my personal opinion... I think we're going to have one game seven, but it's very possible we don't have any hockey over the weekend. That's going to be quite a void to fill. If that does happen, maybe the NHL will pull together and have at least one game one on Sunday. Maybe. I mean, Colorado's already practicing. Dallas is already practicing. They're going to face each other. Why not have them on Sunday? Either way, the second round will begin on either Sunday or Monday. Most likely Monday. I think there will be a Game 7. So that's what I have to say about that. Before we head off, just a note about some upcoming... Actually, a couple of notes about some upcoming programming. On Monday's show, which will be an early show, so this is Monday, myself and, well, Sarah Avampato, we're going to try again. We've been so great on our predictions so far this postseason, haven't we? Yeah, we missed all of them in the East so far. Yeah, we've done great. So we're going to try it again. You're going to hear two Locked On hosts give their best or worst predictions on the NHL playoffs. That will be on Monday's show. So our favorite frenemy, Sarah Avampato, is back on Monday. And then after that, we're going to have another special guest. We're going to have Trey Matthews from Locked On Devils. He's going to come on on a multi-part series. So just to really peel back the curtain, him and I talked for what was essentially going to be 
maybe a two-part crossover. We ended up talking for a long time. So this is going to be in multiple parts, maybe four parts, maybe five parts. You'll hear him over the next couple of weeks where we talk about hockey. We talk about basketball. We talk about some nonsensical stuff. Call it maybe an episode about nothing again. We're going to Seinfeld it. So let's see how that all plays out. Once again, that is upcoming programming for the next couple of weeks. Next week, there will be four shows once again. Four shows. And then after that, maybe three or four shows again. So that's what we have coming up on Locked on Anaheim Ducks. And we do get into it a little bit about the 2003 Stanley Cup Final. Yeah, we got into it just a little bit. He tries to defend Scott Stevens. Yeah, you heard that, right? You try to defend Scott Stevens after that. Anyway, so that's what we have coming up. And that is it for today. That is it for the week. So I thank you all once again for listening. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD both on Twitter. If you want to talk some hockey, if you want to have a comment on the show, if you have a question and want it read on the air, then email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you hear your podcasts. It has been quite a week of hockey. Yeah, I think round two is going to be even better. That's what I think. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the weekend, folks. Be sure to stay cool out there. Keep social distancing, and you know what? Be kind to one another. And finally, ducks fly together.